Welcome to another Take Note podcast, episode 91. My name is Chris Harper. This podcast is based on the Take Note radio program, which is heard weekdays on Harvest Family Radio Guam. On that program, we discuss a theme or topic from the Word of God between songs. In this podcast version, we provide you about a 10-minute recap of one of our favorite recent programs, Minus the Music. Today, we want to ask you to take note of Romans 6, 11 through 18. The difference between life and death is seen in our passage of the day, life in Christ or death in sin. And it speaks to the way we live our lives, yielded to God or yielded to our sinful desires. How do we obey from the heart? That's our theme today from Romans 6, 11 through 18. How do we go from a place before we know Christ of sin and disobedience to a place after we know Christ of good works and obedience to God? Our passage of the day will help us with the answer. It will remind us of our transformation in Him and will also remind us of the battles we face daily and will make it clear that victory is possible. This is why we're reviewing this text in Romans 6, beginning in verse 11. Likewise reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. The Bible says many times that we've been quickened. That simply means made alive through faith in Christ. Some have rightly said that Christ didn't come to make bad men good, but to make dead men alive. And when we are made alive, we're no longer slaves to sin. And the Holy Spirit, who lives within all believers, convicts us if we do sin. By the way, conviction is an understanding in the heart that our actions are wrong without doubt, and that we have a responsibility before God to do right. Those who can, by habit, choose to reject God's commands should examine carefully with Bible in hand whether or not they've been made alive by Christ, and therefore are dead unto sin. But those of us who are trusting him and him alone for salvation have indeed been made alive. And we see evidence that this is true when we sin. Since this is the case, Romans 6.12, Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body, that ye should obey it in the lust thereof. So if we've been made alive in Christ, we should live like we have not let sin reign. Don't allow sin to have a hold on us and to enslave us again, or to be a controlling influence on us habitually. It's possible to go back. Even though we're free, we can voluntarily enslave ourselves again, and we often do. But this passage says don't. And the passage goes on. Neither yield ye your members, in Romans 6.13, as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourselves unto God, as those that are alive from the dead, 
and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. When we're driving, we see a yield sign, and when we do, we must choose. Spiritually, we yield to something, better yet, to someone, to our own desires or to God's desires for us, to that which the world tells us is good or to that which God tells us is good. And if we're his, we have the ability to choose right. We must choose first to yield to him. And it is the yieldedness that makes all the difference. Are the reins turned over to Christ? Are his desires our desires? Do we reject our own will and embrace his will? Do we consider him utterly in charge of everything? Well, if so, Romans 6, 14, for sin shall not have dominion over you, for ye are not under the law, but under grace. The words under grace are encouraging. We're under grace regarding salvation. The definition of grace is unmerited favor. It's a free gift that we do not deserve. Our salvation is by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone. But we're also under grace when we choose to sin after salvation, and we often do. But God provides grace enough to live after we are saved. That means we have enough grace for life, no matter how difficult it may turn out to be. God's free gift is enough to save us. It's also enough to sustain us. If we hear this, we may have a question, and that question comes up in the next text, Romans 6.15. What then? Shall we sin because we're not under the law but under grace? And then the answer, God forbid. This doesn't mean we go about acting in an unconcerned manner. There's no sense of disregard for those who know him. We're deeply concerned with doing his will, for he is our father, the one who loves us, and the one whom we love. We're thankful for what he has done and committed to his service, and therefore we seek after obedience. We don't sin because of grace. We're convinced to yield ourselves because of grace. Or at least that's the way it ought to be. Because Romans 6.16, Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves servants to obey, his servants ye are to whom ye obey, whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. We should know if there comes a time when we do make decisions in opposition to God, this is sin. It's the way of death from which we have been delivered. This should not be so. And while our sinful flesh may be tempted to excuses and to justifications and to caveats, we don't have any. For we're free. We're dead to sin. So remember Romans 6:17, but God be thanked that ye were the servants of sin, but ye have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered you. Those in the church at Rome had victory because victory is possible for them and for us. 
We're not enslaved. God gives us the tools that we need to remain free. The wonderful news is that God has changed our hearts, and they're now set on Him, on doing His will. And we can, as these Romans did, obey from the heart. And isn't that the goal? That our hearts would be so full of Him, so set on Him, that we're prepared to win the battle, prepared to yield, to have a heart of surrender to His will. This passage is just such an encouragement in letting us know that this is indeed possible. Romans 6.18 Being then made free from sin, ye became the servants of righteousness. To be servants of righteousness is to be walking successfully with him. And that is our goal and our great joy, to in action and in heart be truly his. You've been listening to the Take Note Podcast. These few minutes together are brought to you by Harvest Ministries and KHMG on Guam. Our website is khmg.org, khmg.org. In every episode, we ask you to take note of a theme or topic from the Word of God. My name is Chris Harper. Thanks for listening.